10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. It is Sunday, May 2nd. I'm Lulu Picard. I'm Allison Burns. And whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. You can also hear our voices. Get this on our other podcast. It's called 10K Dollar Day. And every week, Allison and I take a fake $10,000. We each plan a day and figure out how to spend that $10,000 in 24 hours. But before you think we are the most superficial people in the world, we also tell you where you can give $10,000 away in that location. And we do a lot of research. I'm not saying it's the most meaningful research, but it exists. Like we put the time in at <laughs> oh, least, what? you know, it's you know. true. <laughs> it, I, it's true. I put the time in. It's not useful, but I promise there's work uh, behind it. Uh, but this is the 10 minute daily happy. That's right. And all this week we're featuring G adventures. You can connect to the world with small group adventure travel. So definitely check them out at 10 K dollarday.com slash G adventures or gadventures. Is that there what we were saying? Oh, heck yeah, man. <laughs> you can book I mean, in confidence and travel with confidence with this amazing travel service. That's right. It is. I mean, if you're going to create your, we're, we're, we're victims of the same thing, Allison. If anybody said, so visit uh, www.cnn.com slash 10k dollar day, they'd have to be like, it's a one and a zero. It's a little, it's a K. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, yeah. It's just the letter K and then it's a dollar, but it's spelled out and then it's, you know what I mean? I like, know, I know. We're, we're the same. Okay. Uh, so some of, some of parents, that's not a sentence. Some parents have kids that have been out of school completely the whole time. I guess like Emma, right? Because Hannah has been in school, right. Emma, completely at home since March 2020. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, Emma's in a different probably place than this because she's older. She's mm-hmm. kind of figuring out her own high school career now that it's changed. But for kids that are going back to school next year that have not been home or that have not been at school. So, mm-hmm. you know, they're saying uh, there's some recommendations of helping your kids kind of acclimate back to being social oh. during the summer. Okay. So using the summer to maybe see if they can do a camp somewhere, like start with a weekend, then do a week, then send them to school because kids like just literally haven't been in social situations right. or away from home for uh, for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And so I feel uh, like, yeah, you might get some social awkwardness. Some Right. Right. Yeah. So there, you know, you can help do that. You can find a couple other families maybe like that you don't know very well, mm-hmm. you know, so your kids have to meet them and you can do it together. It's a great idea. Just things like that. Ease There's also the transition. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, they're recommending that. And by they, where did I get this article? I mean, I, I can't <laughs> say they. That's just a terrible way to. Oh, National Geographic. OK. OK. It's 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 legit. So National Geographic also says um, maybe you should have some conversations in your family about vaccinated versus non-vaccinated because different families feel different ways. And so whichever way you your family feels you need to be strong in that because your kids are about to go out. Right. And so... And they need uh, to ha- be confident about... They need to be yeah. confident. And they also kind of, uh, in a in a kid way, need to understand the consequences. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So this um, expert 
um, <laughs> that I didn't cut and paste the whole name of. His last name is Senning. Okay, cool. Uh, but he's in the National Geographic article. He says that teens aren't thinking far into the future. Their risk assessment is developing in a different way. So you must be explicit as a parent about the long-term consequences. Say something like, the risk to you is small, but let's think about people in our family. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, Interesting, I, right? Yeah, I like there's and there you know there's all kinds of tools that you can l- learn or use to help your younger kids learn about stuff like that too when maybe they can't like understand just the concept with words. Like I've seen some really cool YouTube videos of people demonstrating through like mixing watercolors or taking a piece of paper and crumpling it up and being like, "Look, even <gasps> if I try to smooth this paper back out, I can't. And that it, oh, I saw that one. That was the mom that was teaching them about bullying. Yeah. So there's things yeah. like that that I feel like we can, you know, also tailor to the younger kids too on how to make this, you know, an important lesson. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's really great. Um, one other thing that they say can help with acclimating children over to school. Yeah. And I 100,000% believe this is taking them on a fake commute to virtual school. A fake so, commute to virtual Taking them raining. on a walk before they start their school day. Oh. Now, this has started because during oh. the pandemic, uh-huh, I know, I know. Did that just blow your yeah. mind? Just blow yeah, because I literally then just saw it. I was like, oh, okay, yes. Yeah, so grown-ups have been doing something called the fake commute. I'd never heard of this, but this is exactly what I was talking about with, with you and all the bays. Back during the pandemic, I was having so much trouble because we're freelancers, so we do a lot of little jobs, right? right? So shifting from task to task to task with completely different groups of people, groups of things, I was having a really hard time doing that all from the same work from home office. Right. Because in my life, I would travel to all those appointments, not realizing that was a mind wipe. Yeah, it was a reset. Right. So you can create a daily commute on purpose. This was actually designed for, for adults. Um, it's a men- it's a ritual that allows you to mentally switch roles between home and work. And I like totally believe this now. Yeah. So some adults are taking pre or post work walks or drives, claiming it helps them prepare for their day or feel more settled in the evening. And then people said, what? Well, hold on. Let's do that with kids. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, they're saying, you know, like, what does it say? Experts think doing a fake commute can provide focus, calm and even energy to kids who are learning remotely. I love you just that. take them. Yeah. You just take them on a walk before and after their school day. Yeah. I love that. And then and then they're like, oh, now I'm home. And it- they could listen to the daily and it's a 10 minute. They know to go halfway. <laughs> five exactly. minutes remaining. You turn around, you walk back. It's a 10 minute walk. That's like, right. Why? I mean, we've basically made this as easy as possible yes, for guys. everyone. Yeah, really. It's it's really all up to you. We've been planting this in your brain since March 2020. I mean, to be honest, I feel like we've almost been planting our entire brand into people's brain because over the past few years because <laughs> our other podcast is about imaginary luxury travel. No one can travel. They started dreaming about it. You guys, we set the bar. Like the bar was set. We didn't know we were like ready for quarantine before we were ready for quarantine. <laughs> oh gosh. I anyway, I love that idea so yes, much I do because too. And as an insomniac, people always tell me don't work in bed because you can't work and sleep in the same place. Like your brain. <laughs> I'm literally sitting literally, in bed right now as I. <laughs> yeah. But they say like your brain needs no, know. to know that certain locations are only for certain things. Right. And. Oh, 
Yes, I even do that with uh, punishments. Like when I when Hannigan's in trouble, I don't go, oh, go to your room because I want her room to be like a peaceful place. Like, oh, yeah. And even like when Emma was younger, there was a few times in her life we had to tell her some like not so happy news. I never did that at home. We would go to like just a random park bench or like whatever and I would tell her the news So there. that the memory is never associated with that location. Two minutes yeah. remaining. That's brilliant, Allison. Yeah. So things like that. And so I totally understand how like, what hey, made you, you made, made you think of that? Because you're not a particularly like location based energy person. To be honest, I think it was planted in my head at some point and I cannot remember how I heard about it. But there either was a story or I'm part of a mom group. I may have read someone else who had done this. And I was yeah, like, oh, that's really idea. good. And then very soon after something had happened that I had to kind of take Emma out of school and talk to her about. And so I didn't to go home. I took her to a random place. And so now she's never been back to that place, literally. So you know what? That's so there is a park bench in St. Petersburg on Snell Isle. Mm hmm. Okay, <laughs> there's like two people listening that's going to know what that means. There is a park bench on Snell Isle that uh, 20 years ago I had a breakup on. Oh, that's crazy. You remember. Yeah. And I bet if you were go I by, would, you'd be like, this I, is the place. I don't know if I could ever find the bench again. But if I like if you kidnapped me and put me on the bench and I took the blindfold off and I saw the perspective from that particular bench, I'd be like, oh, this is the bench. Yeah. It's crazy yeah, yeah, how yeah. places, yeah. you're right, like places are so important. Like when my second husband proposed to me on Anna Marie Island, I can't go back there now. Oh, yeah. I just, I just I'm like, I don't want to remember Google Maps. that. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to remember. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm, I'm very drawn to locations. So this whole like take a walk thing really makes sense to me because like when I go to historical places, when, I, when I'm lucky enough to travel, yeah. you know, if I go somewhere that... History has been there for that. I when I went to the the Forbidden Palace in in China in yeah. Beijing, which used to be where like they literally never let people in. It was only the emperors and the, you know what I mean. Like you yeah. could that was a small community. Ten, and I was standing nine, there and I was like, eight, I'm seven, standing in history. Six, like these stones, five, these buildings. Four, so three, locations can two, do that. One. 